Hey, Adam. It's me, Adam. You know, your brain. We're jumping right now, and I thought we should have a little chat. It's been a wild day, my friend. You got to play the 32X, and you broke it. Good for you. But also, what's up with Chadriel? That was awesome. He really made our group bond together in a way that we've never done it before. And maybe we just needed an angel that weirded us out to like really get us connected. But I feel really close to my pals. Even CEJ, which I never thought I'd say that out loud in my brain. So I guess it's not out loud. But we got some work to do. I don't know. We could lose a couple friends. I mean, not like death, but like we could get into fight again. That's kind of our thing. But I have a good feeling about this black site. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, all right. Um, Brain, I got to get going. We're about to jump out of this. Sega! friends in an alternate future welcome to mystery county monster hunters club where we use dice to tell a story of furtive freshmen and dangerous domains in the real and actual 2006 i'm tyler samples your keeper of monsters and mysteries let's meet our players hi everybody i'm rashawn nadine scott and my character is shamanda felt the initiate and i see your true colors shining through but don't worry you can just tie my sweatshirt around your waist until we get you some new pants Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adam Miller, the mundane, and somebody wearing a circle, triangle, and square hat invited me to a deserted island to win a limited edition hat in a game of life and death called The Lid Games. Hi, I'm Erin Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the Chosen, or is she? Speaking of which, Crashly probably wouldn't have chosen to experience this particular body in this particular way, but she'll take what she can get. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And we learned a lot of lessons from Chadriel. The main one being that all my exes are obsessed with me. Hi, I'm Alan Linick, and I play CEJ, the mundane. And uh, my fuck, Mary kill for the show Heroes is Siler. Where we left off, the five of you had just left a portal from Chadriel's extra-dimensional space walking out into well claire you describe for us what is the the air like in barora nebraska oh yeah it is it's it's a little cool and it's foggy for some reason um i'm not quite used to that but luckily there is a scientist from barora nebraska who is famous for inventing the strobe light so there's always a strobe light going through the town center <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Whoa. Which is especially horrifying now mm -hmm. as you watch from the small. Uh, I, I imagine that Barora is not necessarily super hilly or anything. So from the slight elevation of where this bounce portal is, you all look out and you see the small town of Barora has been. So for the kids, you don't necessarily know a ton about it. Barora is talked about often kind of the way that like Three Mile Island is. In, in terms of how it's discussed nationally, there was some sort of big accident there and it is now closed down as a super fun site uh, where it's kind of going undergoing this long cleanup by the federal government. Supposedly, there's always rumors swirling of like, oh, what really happened? But broadly, it's just a place that people aren't able to access or go. And as you look at it, 
that's interesting because you don't really see evidence of like environmental collapse or anything. It's not like looking at a, a nuclear reaction or anything. It looks very much like if we look at pictures of Chernobyl, where it's just nature has overgrown this small town. Buildings are in uh, various states of disrepair, falling apart. The streets are cracked and pitted with plants growing through them. You see, though, in the middle of that, right in downtown where this strobe is continuing to happen, it looks like the downtown area of Aurora was just plucked from the earth and replaced in its spot was a government facility. Large, nondescript concrete buildings surrounded by high fence. And it looks like somebody has formed some sort of black site operation here. Obviously, uh, Susan, you believe that either Barb is responsible for this or has taken this spot over. The other thing that is quickly apparent is something has gone horribly wrong. You can see there is a giant hole ripped in the side of the fence that surrounds the complex downtown. You can see there is furtive shapes moving in and around the area of the town. Like you can see something cross the street and it's sort of rolling on its way through. There's a brief shadow in the fog as something flies overhead and you just get this sense of movement all centering on and towards this complex downtown. And then you also hear the rat a tat of semi automatic gunfire shooting and then quickly clipping off as though something or someone has intervened and stopped it from continuing. Dimly, you can hear screams. This is a spot where there was very rigid control, and that very rigid control is starting or has already failed. You don't necessarily know why in this moment, but you realize this is not a stable space that you are entering into. Susan how much do you explain to the kids the significance of Barora, Nebraska? And I, this is Claire speaking. Mm -hmm. Can you give me the rundown of the significance again? Absolutely. Of course. Barora, Nebraska is where Susan and Barb were born. To get through all of it, let's see here. Uh, what we found out in season one is that Layla sacrificed Janice and in doing so used that energy to split a zygote in the womb of Mrs. Wexler creating a set of twins where before there was only one and the second twin being Susan. So I don't know that you guys necessarily know that or not, but we as listeners know that Susan and Barb were born in Barora, Nebraska in 1962. No. <laughs> uh, and that you two grew up in Barora, Nebraska, that Susan... <laughs> what we discovered at the end of season one was that you created the Bondel Grob. What you did was you merged a few different small cryptids together using magic. The bar, the Andal, and the Grab. To try to create something impressive that would handle monsters on its own. But you, you didn't think through the consequences of it because you were trying to, I think, trying to impress a boy that Barb had stolen from you. Makes sense. <laughs> And you instead created basically an invasive species that eats through and overwhelms and replaces local cryptid populations, which is the bondle grab. What we've also discovered is that the bondle grab, once it has consumed any cryptids and merged with those, it will merge with people as well. So you created basically the blob or like um, the thing and 
it wiped out Barora, Nebraska before Lamau was able to come in and properly take out the the bundle grab, you know, um, burn it back and, and reduce it. So that happened in Barora, and then it started to go national. And then eventually, Susan, you figured out a way to use magic to stop the bundle grab from continuing to bud. And then you kind of made it your mission to go around and kill off every remaining bundle grab bud. So the bundle grab, you didn't like stop it. You just stopped it from reproducing. And that okay. in the last year, the bundle grab has started reproducing again. You think that's likely because of Barb somehow using your books. So the bundle grab has now become a threat again. And Tori Pals has told you that as well, that the bundle grab is going out nationally and possibly even internationally to continue subsuming and merging with everything, basically. Okay. Well, then I think uh, in this situation, I'm going to I'm going to play this how I play Uno. I'm just going to lay all my cards on the table. <laughs> oh. Wait, that's not how you play Uno. That's Susan, you cheated. That's you have not seven wilds. <laughs> you just gave up. Okay, well, now I think what we need to focus on is the bondo grab of the situation and not my Uno tactics, but okay. That's okay. not a tactic. Well, it's... I don't know. Sorry. I don't know, kids. It's so hard to keep up with the youth. <laughs> so you wanted to bring us back to your like your birthplace and show us around the town. And I guess uh, Barb is here somewhere, like causing a ruckus. I can feel that she's here 100%. And we just got to get those books back. And Tyler. I will say, Miss Wexler, I remember I asked you, if, do you want me to take down Barb if I see her? Should I take a shot? Um, now we have talked about this privately and I'm going to say it again in front of everybody. And honestly, if someone could write this down, I'd love a paper trail. <laughs> no, thank you, Shamanda. <sighs> but if it comes down to it, I'm ready. But the only blood out here is going to be on my hands. And mine. <laughs> and oh, my oh, blood. Oh, We're doing no, a Spartacus. No. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Susan... I, I don't want to go there now, but is there a Lids in town? Oh, you know what? There's not, but there is uh, a Monette's. And uh, they sell a wide variety of clothing and precious moments. All right. Um, no, what I want to check in on in this moment is just a small thing, which is, Crashly, how is mm -hmm. this for you? Um, you are towering over everybody else here. <laughs> yeah. Crashly, as we know and remember, you are a ghost currently yeah. brought back by Susan's magic mm -hmm. and Chadriel very graciously donated his own body onesie flesh suit, yeah. flesh suit mm -hmm. to let you reside in. Yeah. That is of course a Hemsworth esque looking cowboy body. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that body is clothed or not. I don't think, um, yes, I think the answer is yes, because I don't, I don't believe just considering the way Chadriel was talking to me, I don't think he was going to give Crashly like any kind of naked body, um, or the way Crashly was talking to Chadriel really, <laughs> um, more, more of a really. So yeah, I think that I'm clothed in like, a like leathers, like fighting leathers. <laughs> yeah. And Crashly, this is such a cute outfit. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I look great. I mean, to be honest, like it's not the body I I'll, I would choose, but like 
I look great. <laughs> You're working it. Yeah, thank you. Now, uh, here are the two things that I want to establish for this. Uh, one, as you are all looking at Crashly, who is super handsome right now, mm -hmm. the one thing that distinguishes Crashly, again, the magic that Susan used to bring her back, kind of brought her back in sort of like a, almost like a fine mist of blood uh, as her like ghost form. Ugh. And that reveals itself in this of the eyes of this uh, body are completely bloodshot like totally red <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a terrible case of pink eye Ugh. is Ew. what you're seeing uh, and, and that's what keys you off that crashly is in there the <laughs> other thing susan <laughs> you did magic to bring crashly back as a ghost right correct okay so you didn't do big magic you just used your move to to use magic now here is the thing by default, your magic, if you just do regular magic, lasts about 30 minutes. I think going into Chadriel's space, it makes total sense that that space wouldn't necessarily follow those rules. But you do know that this keeping Crashly here on this plane is not a one and done permanent thing. Like you will need to periodically do the spell again to keep Crashly on this material plane. Okay. As she goes back, so so I just want to make sure we're all aware of that and the the need for that that you will periodically have to. I'm not necessarily going to make it a strict thirty minutes thing, but you know that the magic binding her here is helped by this angelic body, but still, the dead want to be dead, and you are violating the normative rules of the universe to keep her okay. here, and and so that is. That has consequences of some kind or another. Now, the one thing I'll say is if you wanted to do like big magic and you wanted to do something uh, more comprehensive to try to keep Crashly here longer, that's totally on the table. You can do that if you want. But big magic takes extra work to do. I have a question. And frankly, I would need okay. my... Oh, go ahead, bud. No, please, please. I was going to say, I would need my books to do big magic, correct? So re the resurrection is going to be big magic that requires your books. That, that we've established. Whether doing, I think it's up to you to decide if doing a spell that will keep a ghost present longer, whether that's a spell that you would know how to do offhand, or if that's one that you, you need your books for. It makes sense to me if you're like, I know how to do that spell, but it takes more work than a normal mm -hmm. spell. That's totally fine with me. Especially with my past, it feels like something I would know. Agreed. Yeah. Susan Susan has a dark past and yeah. quote unquote interrogating dead spirits certainly does seem like something she would have done before. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's very pushing daisies. Um, <laughs> so yeah. maybe I'll either I need to either get the books or get some good time is basically where it's at, right? So yeah, I'll tell you how big magic works just to remind because we haven't done it in quite some time is that in order to do it, there's requirements towards it. I'll read off what they are, and then I'll tell you which one I'm going to pick for this. So the requirements might be that you need to spend a lot of time researching, that you need to experiment with the spell, and that there will be a lot of failures before you get it right, that you need rare and weird ingredients and supplies, that it will take a long time to cast, that you need a lot of people to help cast, that it needs to be cast at a particular place and or time, and that you need to use magic as part of the ritual, or it will have specific side effect or dangers. I think. For me, what I will say 
it's going to be two things. One, you would definitely need to use magic and it would be barring a place or portal to a specific person, but it would be doing kind of the inverse. It would be barring Crashly from entering the beyond, right? Yeah, sure. be doing a spell to force her to stay here. Beyond that, I think the thing is there, you know, there are some, some ingredients that are very specific that you would need to cast the spell that you just don't currently have. You mm-hmm. might be able to collect them here in this black site area of Barora, or if you find some other means to get them, that's totally fine. I'm going to let you describe what the ingredients are, but that that's what it is going to be. You'll need to do use magic to, to keep her here, and you'll need some some rare and weird ingredients and or supplies. I also can I ask a question real quick? If um if it doesn't work, if like for whatever reason we're not able to keep me here, that doesn't bar resurrection though, right? A that doesn't bar resurrection, and B that does not bar susan doing the spell again to bring the ghost back okay cool so like you could also susan if you wanted is just every 30 minutes stop and do the spell to bring crashly back as a ghost that might obviously might have problems on exactly yep um well one of the ingredients the one of the rare ones that you would think would be rare anywhere uh is dirt from a witch's grave Mm. Mm -hmm. but barora nebraska actually has a witch's grade of what? Susan A. Gabes. <gasps> I'm on it. And I run to the cemetery. <laughs> oh, it's Su- I'm sorry. It's Susan A. Gavin. Susan A. Gavin. I, I don't know if I hear this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so dirt from a witch's grave. Do you remember offhand what the other ingredients are? Or is Susan going to work on remembering as she goes? Uh, Susan's working on remembering because she has one one big hit from Barora. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll say there are three ingredients that you need. One of them is dirt from a witch's grave. We will explore further to to do the others. Now, here's what we're going to do. You say that, and Adam Miller, you set off like a bolt towards the graveyard mm-hmm. that you can see relatively nearby. Um, you guys are at the edge of town looking out on this spot. You can see these things here. This feels pretty risky. Yeah. So as you guys watch Adam Miller run off, what do the rest of you do? Uh, Shamanda's going to roll for sect resources. Because Adam's about to do something dumb, and she's no. going to need some extra help. <laughs> no. No, it's not dumb. Absolutely. Six plus weird. My weird is two. It's going to be an eight. Great. So you get one hold for your sect resources. <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm, this is not me using my hold, but I'm like, oh, I got to remember that jump and jack flash class I took. And I <laughs> pew, take off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just the, the the memory of it is enough to give you a, a little boost to your speed as you chase after Adam. And I'll tell you what, it's about a five minute walk to the cemetery, but a six minute Adam run. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Six minute mile is pretty average. Oh, yeah, but it, is it a That's mile? That's pretty good. No, it's not. No. <laughs> I think that Crashly's also going to try to help by running towards the cemetery, but gets there so fast in this <laughs> Yeah, you quickly overtake body. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. See, EJ, what are you doing? Uh, I want to try swinging my hammer around. Great. What are you swinging it at? Well, you. I mean, if you're just swinging it in the air, it's just going through. It makes kind of a, like a small crack every time you swing, swing it, like... <laughs> every oh, time nice. you finish it it just seems like it's like hitting mm-hmm. air and the air is making just a sound yes so i'm just wandering around doing that and under my breath i'm kind of like 
when a problem comes around, you must whip it. <laughs> Great. So, Susan, you watch three of your kids bolt towards the graveyard as soon as you mention a grave, and you watch <sighs> CEJ just sort of tool around, hammer in the air. What do you do, Susan? So all, all I have left is CEJ? See, yeah, he's, a, he's around. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't mean it like that either. Um, so I guess... <sighs> I'm just going to kind of get CEJ arm in arm and we're going to walk there together. Great. And just take some time what? to check in on the siege. Why are you touching me? Um, no reason. 100% not because I think you'll get lost somehow walking two feet are away from serious? me. Are you serious? I'm not going to get lost in whatever town this is. See, you don't remember the name of the town, buddy. Okay, how can I get lost here? There's one street. How you doing? Me? How have things been? I mean, I don't know. I'm all right. Yeah? I guess. You growing a little beard? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? I, can I roll for a beard? <laughs> you, well, you tell me. Can CEJ roll for beard? Uh, May he? Can, we can roll to see if it's like coming in really like embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Babe, you know it's coming in bad. <laughs> I think that's going to be... Uh, I, well, you know, I mean, I think that's got to be roll plus cool, right? Okay, sweet. Uh, so I got an eight. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I think I think I'm growing like uh, some little mutton chops. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you do. You you have some some sizable mutton chops growing in. And uh, as you guys are, are reflecting on that, we're going to cut over to Adam Miller. Well, no, I guess we're going to cut over to Crashly because you get there first. Yeah. Uh, you run into the cemetery of Barora, Nebraska. You're looking for the headstone of Susan A. Gavin, which, mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you doing when you run in? Um, yeah, I'm using my height to scan um, from like what feels like sitting on someone's shoulders for Crashly. So like I'm using my height to look at lots of graves at one time rather than being more like eye level with them. Um, and I'm also feeling a little wary. So like scanning for threats yeah i think from that and and scanning through you see like over by one of the few this isn't a large cemetery mm -hmm. but there are a few small mausoleums and you see a shadow sort of move and then furtively like hide behind one of the mausoleums there oh behind a mausoleum okay i'm actually gonna how can i see how close my friends are yeah, let's say uh, Shamanda runs up behind and gives you a little poo. <laughs> Damn it. Shamanda. What? Uh. Oh, gosh. I've just been running. I just haven't had a good run in a minute. Uh. Um, This looks like properly spooky. Yeah, um, there's somebody hiding behind that mausoleum, I think. Hey, you. Oh, my God. Shamanda. What? I'm no. not afraid. We just went to an extra dimensional space. I'm not going to be afraid of Ooh. some like. <laughs> oh, oh, damn oh my it. God. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Damn it. Sorry, guys. Oh <laughs> See, Shamanda, See how it feels? I tripped over. Are you okay? You yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. There's a slight <laughs> incline. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, uh, oh my God. Crashly, you the see coming around the mausoleum, six foot, just built familiar shape of Tori pals and she has oh. a weapon out and drawn she's like kids 
You get away from that guy, okay? If you're if you're not safe, you say it, okay? Sir, I got my I got it. I got it. I got this drone on me. you. Tori, Hello? Tori, Tori. Uh, duh. There's no Tor- reason you should know this, but it's me. It's Crashly. Yeah. Tori, it's it's Crashly. It's she, cool. She's wearing a an angel's skin suit. It, yeah. Everything's fine. Put the shovel down. It's I okay. I get it. And as as you're saying that, Tori's like, oh, 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 that's what that smell is. Ugh. No, no, that's not what that is. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> she, she shoots her gun in the air. <laughs> no, no! Ah! Don't waste ammo, Tori. Stop being such a scary cat. It's just Susan and C.E.J. Whoa! Where the hell have you been? We all came through the bounce. I came through the other side. I was woozy all to hell. I looked behind me. Nobody was there. Tori, have I got a story for you that you're going to think I'm making up? <laughs> we got stuck. And my and and well, not my angel. Um, an angel that I used to um, date. D- no, that I used to know. Um, and we got stuck in their alter dimensional space because he thought he was helping us. <laughs> Classic Susan Paramore. Also, I died. Oh yeah. Oh, and okay. I am so sorry to bear the lead, but Crashly has died, and we're gonna need to re up the spell here soon. Yeah. Right. I was with you when we brought Crashly back the first time. I so. am so sorry. Sorry you know, I mentioned you... it again. Wow. Was it weird to mention that I died again? Are you practicing on it too much? What? Hey, Hi. Crash. Sorry. From the from the you bottom okay, of bud? the incline okay. that uh, sorry. Adam had to climb up, I wave at everyone. I go, guys, look at this. And I <laughs> swing my hammer and it goes, crack. <laughs> Do you swing it at the ground or at the air? Uh, I'm, I'm going to hit a tombstone with it. <laughs> this the, is tomb- <laughs> the tombstone just snaps and goes like 10 feet this is why i was holding your arm can i check if that was the proper headstone yeah 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 sure roll two uh yeah at this point then i would say uh shamanda go ahead and just do let's say uh this is a what's going on here you're gonna go over and look at it study it closely so roll plus sharp Plus sharp. Great. So I rolled an 11 plus my sharp is a well, 1. Damn. So that's wow. a 12. That's a, t- a total 12. Yes. I'll answer honestly any questions that so you have. Sharp. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. question is, is this it? I think, yeah. I think as you're looking at it, you see this is Susan A, G, and then the rest is sort of cut off from the sharp line. Huh. Susan, are you named after this witch? Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe. Hmm. Uh, Shamanda takes out a little um, uh, sandwich baggie out of her uh, jean jacket and just scoops up some dirt into the Ziploc. There you go. And do you kids uh, see this chain around the grave? That's so her soul can't get into heaven. Let's go. Should we remove it? (laughs) Yeah, let's take it off. I mean, it doesn't work. But yeah, Uh we can take it. Symbolically, we can take it off. I was right. learning so much about your culture, Miss Wexler. It's so very interesting and <laughs> macabre. Shamanda, thank you so much. And Tori is just like, wait, why are y'all being so casual? Do, do you not realize what's going on here? No. <laughs> it's a defense mechanism. Uh, and she, oh. she's, she grabs you, Susan, and she pulls you over and she's like, there are bundle grab buds all over this place. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but they are returning. All right, they're coming back. Whatever Barb had going on here, it's gone sideways. There, Susan, there ain't people left in this town anymore. Whatever's here is at least part or all bondle grob. Oh, my God. I'm going to um, grab, like, 
Tori's, not grab, but like clutch onto her wrist and be like, I know. But there's a lot of emotional matchers in this group. And if I freak out, they're going to freak out. All right. Um, we got an empath back here, you know? I read you. Uh, all right. And just. And I read you. And I'm I starting to worry. Uh, and she I read you, you both. Back. Yes. Amanda from across the way. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, does the, the fingers to the eyes like, I read you both. You can't hide anything from me. Yeah, I'm Shemanda, just going to do the fingers back to her. Amanda, <laughs> do you want to do an empath check on Susan? Uh, oh, or sure. Tori? Um, can I? Yeah. Can I do both? Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, in this moment. I think it's both the same. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. So that's going to be uh, six. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> your brain is going to be overwhelmed with emotion. Um, as you open up to them, Shamanda, Susan is terrified. Yeah. No, that's what I would say. Yeah. Mm. Susan's like, this is, you realize in this moment, Susan, you, Susan is bringing herself to a place where she needs to confront every skeleton in her closet at once. And you realize like the scale of this, this is, this is not like light or easy that this is like, like Susan, what you realize looking at Susan's emotion and Tori, Susan and Tori are both aware that the world could become something much more horrible, depending on how well you succeed at what you're doing, you're aiming to do here, that there is a ton of pressure on as something that truly seeks to consume everything in the world is possibly about to get free reign. And you experience just the full weight of that. And I'm going to have you take an emotional condition as that bears down on you. What do you take? Um, I'm going to take angry. Hmm. As I say, in this moment, we all need to collectively nut up. <laughs> We are 16 years old, give or take a couple because of Crashly. Mm -hmm. And we've been through quite a bit. And if there was any moment to prove anyone wrong about how teenagers are reluctant, misbehaving, and just full-on ding-dongs, it would be now. Hey, did you guys see what I did to that tombstone? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. You have this new incredible power and a brand new life. Don't muck it up like you did the first time. Oh, oh, damn, Jimmy. That was awesome. I mean, I agree with you. I damn, totally Adam. Don't just huh. break stuff just because I, you can. I know. I agree. Oh, you're talking about the Saturn, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Nut up, Adam. And Crashly, I like the way your body looks. I'm going to be honest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get over that for the the bed the co- for the cause but i just gotta say hey i like the way your body looks thank you i i like to hear that you know and i think with that then <laughs> shamanda we are gonna you are going to take over it seems like here and you all have an objective you're trying to get to you're trying to find barb and the books and so shamanda uh i think you have appointed yourself leader at this point and we're going to use a little move i've created for the black site As you all walk forward to explore the unknown depths of the Barora, Nebraska black site, 
Shamanda, you have sort of elected yourself in this moment as the leader of the, the group for the moment. So this move is called Keep It Covert, is at least what I'm tentatively calling it. And the way that it's going to work is like this. As you're walking forward, uh, Shamanda, where are you guys headed? Where, where, what do you see that you're like, I want to go explore that, or I, I think that's the right direction or whatnot? Mm. In my mind, I'm thinking that Barb is a grade A um, uh, butthole, and uh, she has all this power, and I'm sure there's one place that she kept um, regular in this world of chaos because she is such a control freak. And I asked Wexler, like, where is the one place in the world, the one thing in this town that your sister loved more than anything? We go there. Okay. Okay. Um Okay, what would be the one thing that she, you know, it's it's so much easier to name things that she dislikes beyond things she actually loves. Okay, well, maybe something that you really love that she hates. Okay, that's now we're talking everybody. Okay, okay. To the library, to the Alice M. Farr library site. <laughs> and that, oh, wow. Great. Yeah, so as you look out over this sort of bombed out, overgrown wasteland of a town, you do see inside the the fenced off area that sort of comprises this what looks like almost a government facility. You do see kind of it stands out. There is just a, a small public library that is there and it, and it rests sort of nudged in between the buildings. It looks like they've been built up around it on all sides, kind of keeping its structural integrity, but joined with it. And you can see that you will need to make your way in. So I guess the question to you then, Shamanda, you know where you're headed is for that. To get there, you'll need to go through town and um, into this sort of labyrinth of buildings. Uh, are you going for like a street or are you trying to go on roofs or buildings or what's your way to get towards this complex? Um, I see a fire escape at the end of the block and I motion for everyone to uh, follow me. We're going to climb to the top. We're going to go rooftop to rooftop. Great. Dang. Roll plus sharp. Seven plus one is eight. Nice. Great. Now here's how this works. On an eight, on a seven to nine, you are going to gain one. So uh, we're going to be making a little pool of points. So this is one point that you have. Yes. And you guys will be encountering a danger. Now, when you have oh. three points, you'll be able to find Barb. At any point, you can spend three points to find Barb. You can also spend a point at any time to make a discovery. So that is also possible. But currently, as you guys jump from rooftop to rooftop, you will encounter a danger. Now, I need to know with the two dice that you rolled, what each dice total was. So a uh, two and a five, a two and a five. The two is going to determine what kind of danger it is. The five is going to determine within that more specifically what is going on. So. Two decides a trap. Mm. Hmm. As you guys jump from rooftop to rooftop, what's your order? Who's leading? Susan. Susan's leading. Uh, and then probably Tori taking up the rear. Is that? The caboose. Mm -hmm. Great. And then within the kids, who's in the front? Who's in the back? I think Crashly should be in the front. Yeah, I think so too. Great. And then? I'm, I'm probably near the back. <laughs> well, CEJ. Uh, CEJ's got that big sword, so he should be in front of Tori. A hammer. Yeah. Hammer. I'll be right in the middle. Great. So 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 it goes Susan, Crashly. I think it goes uh, Susan, 
Crashly, myself, Adam, CEJ, Tori. That all checks out. Yeah. Got it. Okay, great. As you all run um, through, you're jumping from place to place. You're at this overhang that uh, you basically see a way to jump down from the roof you're on into the complex over the fence. Uh, however, a power line has fallen down and is sparking across this uh, roof. It's about 30 feet off the ground. So it's like too far to just like go and jump off the side of the building. Um, you can go back all the way you can. But in this moment, you encounter just this sparking electric power line that is just live and dangerous. They're blocking your way. What do you guys do? Tyler, could I use weird science to help shut it down? Ooh. You can try to. Sure. I'm, I'm going to do that. Okay, great. So what are you doing? Uh, so and weird science is you're going to create or adapt a device to deal with strangeness. So say mm -hmm. what it will do and then roll plus weird. So what okay. are you doing? So I follow the I use my eyeballs to follow the live wire to the, the, the breaker where it's connected. And I can see that if I pull out a certain number of uh, wires, that'll shut it down. But I have to use shoelaces to do that safely. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, roll plus weird. Five. Oh no. Oh no. I help. A sigh gave it away. Yeah. I was so excited. Okay, yeah. so Susan, you're gonna help? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, roll plus cool. Oh good. Oh good. Okay, so it's a ten plus. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Okay. And great. I'm finding the plus, but I think it's already a pass. Yeah, right? that's totally fine. So, uh, so then Adam, you get to re-roll one of your dice. You I'm going to re-roll the one. Okay. Fair enough. And now it's a two. Hey. Ah, so it's a six. Oh. Yes, it is. Oh. And no one else can help, right? <laughs> no, nobody can help. Yeah. The other option. It's been a good run. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Adam, you get electrocuted completely electrified yeah you you accidentally grab one of the live wires and you feel it course through you're going to take two harm as the rest of you watch adam grab on and then you can just see electricity coursing through him you can see his hand the muscles constrict and grab and you can see he's unable to let go as these wires are just pushing energy through him what do the rest of you do as um, he is electrified uh, uh, uh I'd like to use one of my sec my hold from my sec resources to pull out a, a rubber glove and I grab <laughs> uh, Adam and yank him away from the the uh, the electric thing. OK, great. That's going to be uh, your spend of hold for yeah. the time being. So um, great. Yeah, you do that. You grab that. You have the rubber there and you're able to you're able to do what you want and uh, break the the electric chain and we all know science we all yeah, know how i'm it works. really blanking on the word but we all know what i mean the, con what the conduct said. the con yeah, con yeah. Do it. you make it stop conducting electricity <laughs> and adam is freed uh and he falls into your arms i said nut up not barbecue yourself <sighs> i i kind of want to pick him up because i'm real real strong i pass him over to you I I'll just think hold him. You. Yeah, this guy in leathers just holds you in his arms like a little baby. <laughs> Tyler, yeah. Let me ask. Yeah, go uh, ahead. So electricity sparked in my body. I don't know if this have has any effect on the chip, but I'm just I don't know. Oh, I you no. know at this point you've already dealt with the chip. Okay, cool. Pretty significantly, so I'm not gonna like continue to. Hey, I love it. 
tackle you with that. Yeah, I mean, you're allowed to I tell got my us own problems. It, yeah, if you want to <laughs> have it do some weird thing, that's fine with me, but uh, I'm not. No, the, the bigger problem is you have not turned the electricity off. This live wire is still coursing over the the roof and Ta-da. in the way. So, yeah, Adam, unfortunately, is unable to stop the electricity. What do you all do to, to get past this? Well, now we have this rubber glove. Yeah. Now you have a rubber glove. Um, now, this might be a moment where we introduce uh, another move I made up uh, as like a parting mm. gift from Chadriel. Mm. So Chadriel uh, worked with you all, taught you the power of teamwork, the power of being honest with each other. So in his memory, I have made a, a move called teamwork makes the dream work. And when you work together to overcome an obstacle, you can describe your goal and then we will roll as a group. And you can work together to try to overcome it as a group. Would this be a moment in which you all would come together and work together? Yes. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I believe it. So loosely describe to me, what's the goal in this? How are you trying to overcome this live wire? If there's a breaker of some sort, if we can just shut off power entirely, I think this live wire will be dead. Okay, great. So here is what we're going to say. Then this this seems like a a smart sort of situation. So everybody roll plus sharp. Uh, that's a nine total. I also got a nine. Okay. I got an eight. Okay. I also got an eight. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh no, <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Uh, but it is a five. Okay, great. Hey. Here's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone has to be on point. <laughs> no. So as you guys all you all go to do this. So the oh. way that this works for each of you that got a mixed success, you are going to run into a hiccup. You're going to describe what happened and how you overcame it to successfully work towards the goal. Adam, you are going to run into trouble, and you're going to describe what went wrong. So I think. It makes sense to do this in reverse order. Adam, as you guys all go to try to do again what you set out the first time, you're trying to get this breaker to turn off the electricity. What do you do to try to help the team towards that? And what goes wrong? Well, I think I relate electricity with lightning. I'm like, well, lightning can't strike twice. And I do the exact same thing I just did. (laughs) Okay, so you do the exact same thing and you get electrified the exact same way? Yeah, do I get the same amount of damage? Yeah, you're going to take another two harm. Adam starts going up uh, pretty rough. The rest of you, how are you going to work together to deal with the breaker box? So can we see the breaker? Well, here, no, whatever. So I'm going to, I'll put Adam down and then I'll lift somebody up to reach it because I'm very strong. You see? Great. And as you're doing that, you do run into a hiccup. So what goes, what goes a little off for you when you're doing that crashly and how do you overcome it? Um, it turns out like I'm strong. This body is strong, but I don't have any skills or like I'm very awkward in it. I don't know really how to utilize it. So as I'm picking up um, Shamanda to like have her help her reach it, I'm just like my like hand is like in a weird place in her butt and like my shoulder like really hurts from her standing up. Not because I can't hold her up, but just because it's like, oh, this is. I don't know how to leverage myself. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. And feeling like oh, I could crumble at any moment. I'm going to work as quickly as I can to use my <laughs> rubber glove to basically 
big red lever shut this thing off great but you also run into a hiccup uh shamanda because you got the same role so what what goes a little wrong for you that you're able to overcome as uh crashly is lifting me up my like my belt buckle slips and my pants fall down to my ankles (laughs) yeah so embarrassing yeah crashly accidentally pants you (laughs) yeah yeah cej and susan what are you two doing to help with the breaker so I wanted to get a better vantage point. So I was going to do like this really cool jump with mm-hmm. my flashlight and just kind of stick the landing. And I, I made it to the spot, but I just totally biffed it. And I know somewhere in the back of my head that um, Barb either saw it or is going to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just hear it like, yeah, <laughs> just from the, the empty air around you. That's so bad. Yeah. What about you, CEJ? What are you doing? Uh, I think I'm going to try to sneak one more hammer hit on my, on another tombstone. But we're not uh, even in the gravestone. <laughs> we're so <laughs> Did you bring a tomb, a piece of tombstone with <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, the, the one I broke, I have it with me. You brought the like, witch's tombstone with you? Oh my God. Great. Well, it's broken. It's a huge mistake. So you just <laughs> like throw it in the air and hit it like a baseball? Uh, I think I want to try to set it up so that it's standing upright and then I'm going to take a crack at it. Okay, great. Yeah, you stand the like two foot by three foot piece of stone that you <laughs> you've been pulling with you. Yeah, and you hit it great. You do. You enter. You encounter a hiccup as well. What happens and how do you overcome it? It singes your beard off. Um, the hiccup. <laughs> I, I think the the name on the tombstone is like. Uh, it's Susan. Say, Susan A. Gavin. You have Susan A. Gavin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot there was already a name. Uh, okay. So yeah, I think you, okay. So I, I, I smash it and a bunch of the letters break up, but in the air for a hot second, the only letters that remain, uh, are in order of Susan A. Gavin. So it just spells you and then again, um, and it, (laughs) it it makes me feel like something's watching me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think that causes you to back up a little bit in surprise and knock into Adam, who then careens forward into the breaker box. <laughs> and as he was climbing on uh, Shamanda's shoulders to try to help, and Adam, you are again electrified. This way, is this the third the time? second time, not the third oh, time. Okay. Okay. Oh, I, uh, I try, I'm going to try to grab Adam while he's getting electrocuted and pull him out of there. No, don't do that. Okay, great. Oh, no. Go ahead and roll to act under pressure. Oh, yeah. buddy. I got you, buddy. You're just going to get electrocuted. I know. Uh, I got an eight. Wait, maybe act under pressure. Roll plus school, yeah? Yeah, eight. Okay, so I will give you a worst outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Uh, Yeah, I think the price to pay on this is you pull Adam free, and in doing so, between that and Shamanda's, you guys are able to uh, stop this flow, but you do make contact with Adam long enough that you take one point of harm yourself. (gasps) Uh, this is just for CEJ. Oh, sorry for my scoff. <laughs> as the electricity courses through. Okay. But you all successfully do manage to remove the the electrical input puts from this breaker box and can pass forward. As you walk in towards the overhang, you can see the site below you. And um, what do you do at this point? Well, I want to spy inside there. I want to like see if I can see anything inside the site. Okay, Crashly, go ahead and uh, I think this is what's going on here. I think so too. Can I like hold your legs, Crashly, as you like lean over? <laughs> if you can hold this home. body up, yes. I got an eleven. 
Okay, wow. great. Oh, shit. Yeah. Crashly, yeah. you can ask me any question and I'll answer honestly and any follow-up questions you have. Okay. Um, what's the best way for us to get in as safely as possible? Let's see. The best way for you to get in safely. Mm-hmm. If you guys climb down the here, there's you can climb down the fence that's sort of adjacent to this building. This was all built, it seems, a bit in a hurry. So whereas normally you would want to keep like a clear distance between any neighboring buildings and the fence, this they kind of built right up against it. So you could climb down the fence if you throw something over like the barbed wire on the top. Mm. Uh, you could climb down and then you see an entrance there that's just sort of open. It looks like, you know, at one point it was probably locked. You can see a keypad and everything, but the door is just open and nobody seems to be there. And that seems the safest for you okay. to enter in. I'm going to relay that to everyone else and suggest that we do that. Great. I think then, Crashly, you are taking over the role of leader in this. So I'm going to have you roll plus sharp. Let's go. I got an 11 again. Crashly. <gasps> Great. Wow. Crashly, mm-hmm. as you guys want, so as Crashly kind of nudges you guys forward, you gain one again. So you guys have two now. We're going to find her. You are going to make a discovery as you walk into the hallway. Crashly, what are the two numbers you rolled? I rolled a six and a three, and then I had a plus two. A six and a three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, this is, you are going to see signs of what happened here. Ooh. As you enter in, you, you kind of motion folks in, and you walk into a total shit show. Just alarms, like light alarms flashing. The strobes that everybody in Barora, Nebraska love are going off all up and down this long concrete corridor leading into this facility there is blood and viscera and guts on the walls and on the floor there is it looks like horrific things have happened here and you can see looking down that there are a series of doors that look like they're almost like holding cell doors and quite a few of them have been opened either by opening or by being ripped off the the hinges or being like exploded out Whatever things were being held in this particular area seem to have gotten loose either through assistance of something external or through their own means and seems like taken revenge. Most Mm. importantly, what you see, you see one room that is particularly covered in viscera as you are walking down and you're looking in. And this room, you look into this room and it's stacked in the corner of this sort of bare concrete room with a poor fluorescent lighting is a pile of bodies. They're small. Mm. They're about one foot tall Mm. and they are ripped apart. And you've never seen so many defeathered chicken in your entire life. And we, Susan has shared about the bundle grab with us, right? So, like, we would yeah, all you you know you met okay. it at, or you met one yeah. of its buds. In That's right, Rhinelanders. Of Wait, course. what? What the heck is a bundle grab? <laughs> oh God, CJ. Oh, I should say most of you have met it. Yeah. Right. Oh, sweet chicken. No, 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 no. Don't touch. Don't touch. Don't. Touch. don't. That's what? so gross. It's gross. What? what? It's a vicious being that will rip you limb from limb. Do you want to end up like those featherless freaks? I mean, I'm already featherless. <laughs> Do you want your pork chop sideburns to be ripped off? Okay, pork no, chop. I've been working really hard on these. 
Oh yeah, or hardly working. I just, what? Good one. What? Anyway. That was a burn on your side. Yo, <laughs> okay, look. you well, you got burned by a fuse Wait, box. That was a good one, CJ. But I'll admit it. Even I will. But what was mine? Was mine good? No. Yeah, well, I just said CJ's was. But listen, look, the 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 bottle grab is here, and like here, here. So what? Bad. You guys fight monsters all the time. I mean, I, look. I'm sure you're going to be fine. You just beat it up or whatever and use the magics and then you get, there's a new one. That's how it always goes. No. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the cemetery. No, no. Hold no. on to my arm and I'm going to hold, hold on to my hand. Hold on to CJ's arm and hey. roll and use, open my third eye. Okay, great. So Susan, then you're going, uh, when you open your third eye, that uh, involves doing what's going on here, right? So yes. go ahead and roll plus sharp. That is a six plus sharp is two, so eight. Okay, great. Yeah, you can ask me a question and I will answer with cryptic or incomplete information, but tell you how you can find out more. Is the bondle grub still here inside the library? I mean, inside the library, here is how I'll answer it. And also, Susan, on, a, on an eight, you have advantage on your next roll, is, is what it is with the third eye. In terms of giving you cryptic or incomplete information to the question, is the bundle grub still here? You notice one other thing. In the other corner of the room is a large pool of water. And I think Adam Miller, as as you guys are all talking with CEJ and stuff, you look over and you see it looks inky and dark at first, huh. the whole pool of water. And then you watch like the rear legs of a toad <laughs> and the long fin of a fish and, and tail uh, start to appear in the water. Hey. And then a head pull up, but the head is crocodilian. <gasps> Guys? What the hell? And it, But it's all covered in this sort of black ink, and it just goes, ooh. <laughs> Guys, we got a grub. So what I will tell you guys is I have made a list of over 164 cryptids and legendary mm. creatures. Wow. And anytime that we encounter something, I'm going to roll, and that will di dictate what specific bud you encounter. Wow. Oh, genius. As wow. these creatures return. Ooh. And as that is uh, crawling out of the water, and you're all turning to look, Crashly, you can feel your place in the material plane starting to wane and you realize that the spell susan has cast is starting to wear off what do you say to susan i say uh, oh i don't feel so good uh i think i'm gonna um have to go or you, you might have to do that thing again otherwise i'm gonna have to jump in somebody else's head okay oh yeah it, of, of course of course okay <laughs> first party first party i'm gonna jump in i'm gonna jump in somebody else's don't head. do that First priority is you. First priority is you. Nothing else going on here. Okay. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our episode for today. Oh, what a good oh, one. Wow. Oh, no, 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 no. Thanks.
Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcast, or give us a shout out on social media at Mystery County. To show your support even more, join our Patreon for extra content, special deliveries, and occasional game nights. Until next time, watch out for downed power lines. Stay alert, stay safe. And Aaron, I love that idea. I'm fine with that. If what you want to establish is if Susan doesn't do the spell, you can stay, but you can only stay by jumping into somebody else's body. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I have to be refreshed in the body. That's totally fine with me. It's either you leave or you possess another living body. Yeah, I do think that the the meat body, even though it's not technically living, will always be like the ideal place for me to go. No, the, but... the meat body is definitely living. It's just there's no brain, right. you know. Ew. Yeah. Oh, so it's like CJ. Cool. Hey, <laughs> <Okay>, bird. <laughs> is Alan all right? Alan, are you okay? What's wrong with Alan? <laughs> I've never laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Claire, are you okay? Shortles. I haven't been okay for nine years. <laughs> <laughs>